Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live here on this Buffalo Football Monday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. It is locker clean-out day here at One Bills Drive after the AFC divisional loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's time for us to take you around the locker room presented by Connect Life, your blood and organ donor network and we begin with veteran safety Micah Hyde who had been out since week two but began practicing two weeks ago and as we'll find out here from Micah had the Bills won yesterday he would have been cleared to play in the conference championship game here is Micah. Micah I guess what's the next step in your recovery health-wise I know you're able to get out to practice Mm -hmm. you know what does that look like as far as a like recovery health-wise for you as uh, season approaches? Well, I actually uh, I got cleared. I got cleared. So next game, I was going to be able to go out there and play. Um, this is the most unique season, obviously, I've ever been a part of. Uh, just you know, working working my way back to just be a part of this team and go out there and try to help in any way I could. Um, and then to come, you know, get into the playoffs and like I told you guys struggling for a little bit after surgery and then you know getting some good news from the doctor about my recovery and um <clears throat> you know getting to the point where I finally got to last week to to get cleared um late in the week and know that you know we have the possibility to win this game I'm out there um I'm out there in the AFC championship game so you know just a lot of uh highs and lows this year from you know my own personal life and also just this football team and to come to a uh, quick stop like that um, just like you know 31 other teams are gonna you know live through that is, is pretty tough you mentioned both your personal journey but also everything the team's been through this year what did you learn about the Buffalo Bills this season just in everything um, as far as the organization or just like your teammates yeah team. I just learned a lot learned a lot about these guys this year having to to you know not to be on the sideline and just still going to meetings, being here every day, the long hours, um, just seeing the way guys work. You know, I, I definitely got closer to to a lot of guys this season. Just to, um, like I said, just see how they work and see how they you know approach their job each and every. I learned a lot from the young guys, older guys. Um, you know, I, like I told you guys before, I feel like with my injury is a blessing in disguise. Um, I was able to to learn a lot about the game. Um, learn a lot about myself um, so you know it was cool to see it was cool to see a, a lot of guys step up um, and and play a lot of snaps big role have a big role in this team that you know they 
coming into OTAs last year, they probably wouldn't have thought would be the case. Um, but it was it was exciting to see a lot of guys really really flourish and and blossom and and come to life this season. Mike, in years past, we've done this day, and it's been a lot of like, hey, let's keep the band together. We want to come back <laughs> and make it possible. And I'm mm -hmm. sure there's probably a similar sentiment with the players, but there's also maybe the reality that it's just not as feasible as it was in years past. Yeah. One of those big names is somebody you've played a long time with, mm -hmm. Jordan Porter. How do you just kind of approach that side of things heading into the off season with so much uncertainty? Yeah, I mean, after every every loss, um, there's emotion, a lot of emotion. Uh, after the season-ending loss, this is way more, uh, you know, emotion. And you know, we're we're all we all understand the business side of things. We all know whose contracts are up and and who's going to be free agents and stuff like that. And so coming into this season, um, you know, knowing knowing you know Poe's situation, um, you know, I wanted to. Number one, I wanted to help him get a new deal. I, I feel like you know, within the locker room, guys want to see other guys get paid, and um, you know, we all love each other. We all look out for each other. We want to see guys get paid, and so that was kind of my mindset coming into the season. And um, with my situation happening, um, you know, I said this numerous times that there was there was more on Poe's shoulder the, shoulders this year than any other year of us being here. Um, you know, I, I to be honest, I kind of felt like I let him down just in the sense of getting hurt because. You know him having to continue to to move on without me, which I, I would have been the same way if Poe got you know if Poe got hurt for the season and and I was out there, it, it would have been more on my shoulders to get guys lined up, um, to mentally prepare for the week, um, to talk ball. You know, just when you spend so much time with somebody um, throughout the last six years, you just you know you kind of just lean into them, and so. Um, you know, I feel like I kind of let him down, and and he had a lot on his shoulders. And you know, just seeing him yesterday, um, not really in the game how we wanted to, and in the game how he personally wanted to, was tough to see. Like it, it hurt me to see that. Um, you know, because you, you never know what the future holds. It's a business. You know, so I've been in the league long enough, and I've seen a lot of teammates come and go. And um, Poe would definitely be the the one um, at the top of the list to to see go, just because it's. You know, we were able to step into this place together in, in, in 17 and make a name for ourselves. He helped me get to where I am in my, in my career and, and vice versa. And, um, you know, we leaned on each other a lot over the last six years, not just on the field, but off. Um, just having just grown man conversations, starting families together, um, just, you know, everything, every aspect of life. So love Poe. Um, you know, it was, it was emotional. It was emotional yesterday uh, just coming home and, and and seeing you know, number one me not playing, but number two, seeing Poe um, really uncertain about his future, and that goes along with some other guys. But like I said, Poe definitely be at the top of the list. I know that you know this is obviously above you know your your pay grade, and these are decisions that are made above you. What if Jordan's here next year? If he's not, but knowing what he means to this team, what he means to you, are these conversations that do you have conversations with? Guys like Sean, Brandon, um, you know, as that time uh, approaches, I, I guess. They they know that. They know that. Um, you know, they've been around us just, you know, being in the building and stuff like that. And they, they know how, you know, what relationships guys have. They know how close Poe and I am. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, like, like you said, that's above my pay grade. Um, as far as guys coming and going in this, you know, organization, there's really nothing, you know, Really, nothing I can say. I can always vouch for somebody, you know, and, and stuff like that. But um, it's above me. Micah, what this team's been 
going upward from 17 in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Now the, the standard is different than when you first started. You were in Green Bay, a lot of success, but weren't always reaching the peak. What, what's your message to this team now moving forward of, all right, we've gotten here, but how do we get here? It's, it's I mean, I've never won a championship. Like like you said, I've, I've gotten to, you know, the NFC Championship games a few times, AFC Championship game one time here. Um, and throughout the years, you just realize how crucial and how detailed you'd have to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, whether if it's a game like, I think it was a three-score game, it was a final score of 27 to 10 yesterday. This is a three-score game, but at the same time, there were some, there were some plays within that game that, um, you know, could have definitely went a, a different way. And, and if those plays were made on our side, um, you know, the, the outcome of the game could have been different. And I know you can talk about each and every play, and I'm, I'm sure you guys do that a lot also, but um, it's just very detailed. And when those plays come to you, you have to make them. Um, and so to, to lose in the divisional round again, it's tough. Um, but you got to understand that it's just a few, you're a few plays away from really, you know, getting through to that game. And then, you know, once you get into the playoffs, it's anybody's game. You just got to gotta get, hot out the right, get hot at the right time. We felt like it was us. We felt like it was us this year. Um, and a lot of teams uh, definitely felt that. But you got to continue to uh, fine-tune your craft in the offseason, continue to get better, understand that um, it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. Like, it doesn't matter how much work you put in. Uh, I can, I can say, it's safe to say that I've, each offseason I feel like I'm working harder. But obviously with the situation that happened this year, with, in my case and whatever, it, just, it doesn't matter. you got to continue to work. you got to continue to fine-tune your craft and, and just uh, – you know, hope that you get hot at the right moment. Matt talked about like the energy, maybe just not being there yesterday. You know, from the outside looking in because you didn't play in the game, did it feel like it was something that the Bengals did, or was it more something that just for whatever reason didn't materialize in the day? Uh, yeah. I mean, we got beat yesterday. Like we were, we we felt like we definitely got just beat all around. Um, you know, they, when the team's doing that to you, there's not going to be a you know a bunch of energy, a bunch of juice. Um, there weren't too many plays for us to be able to get excited, you know, get up, get off the bench, and and, and you know really talk about. So um, I think when that is happening, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of low energy. Do I feel like before the game there was low energy? No, not at all. Guys, I feel like guys were ready to go. Guys were ready to play. The game plan throughout the week was was in place, and and we were executing it. Um, but at the same time, you know, we just got uh, we got outplayed by them, and and uh, you got to live with it. You got to watch it. You got to learn from it, and. Um, and move on. Mike, what sticks with you most from this season as you head into the offseason? Um, all the things that this team went through, for sure. Like it's, I've never been on a team this resilient. Um, just stuff that was, was clearly out of our control. Um, and guys just continue to fight and fight. And a lot of it motivated, motivated us. And just at the end, we just ran out of gas. Um, we... You know, we fought all year long, and you know we've talked about this plenty of times. With just the the weather issues, the uh, injuries, um, just a lot of things that happened this year. And then to see these guys really um, keep fighting, keep coming to work, keep being positive, keep getting up in the morning, which is hard to do when the weather's bad, when it's snowing. Um, to see all that, it was just is really. I learned a lot, like I said, I learned a lot about my teammates. And um, I'm, I'm very, very proud of the, the players, the coaches, this organization from, you know, cafeteria ladies to the janitors, just everybody having a positive mindset in this building each and every day. And, 
that's something I'll definitely cherish for the rest of my life. Do you think that all of that stuff did or can have an emotional toll as the season goes on? Even if you don't realize it in the moment, you sit back and reflect and say, maybe all of that stuff was just did finally catch up. Oh, yeah. Us. Oh, yeah. And I think that it, even my perspective was different because I wasn't playing. So I was really able to sit back and, and be like, wow, like, you know. Even though I was in the meetings, I was, I was part of the game planning stuff, but I wasn't on the field. And I feel like if, when you're on the field and you know, you're kind of your mind's kind of being taken away from, you know, what's going on around you. So I was, you know, off the field and just like really paying attention to what was going on. I'm just like, oh, wow, like, geez, from the like I said, from the weather issues that we had, having to leave early, and everybody has you know their own personal things going on at home. And you know when that stuff was happening, my wife was, you know, at the house with blizzard going on two kids electricity going out i'm getting phone calls i'm staying up late making sure you know my neighbors can help out which they're amazing and you know so everyone's going through their own personal battles um with a lot of the issues that went on this year and uh like i said just ran out of gas it was just it was it was a tough year not making excuses by any means um we felt like we you know this team was going to get it done and at the end of the day we just didn't pretty uh telling comments from micah hyde who i think pegged a lot of things um maybe the most interesting is the uncertainty that comes in this offseason knowing that the guy who he has been a tandem with at safety for the last six years is a free agent and it's going to be 32 years years old next year and we don't know what the future holds there um could look very different in buffalo's secondary next year hyde is back he's under contract for one more season poyer is not and we don't know where that's going to go if you remember, he wanted a new contract at the beginning of the year. That never happened. So, and he was riddled with injuries for most of the season. But he gutted it out. He played extremely well, um, even in the midst of those injuries. Hyperextended his elbow in training camp. Uh, had to take a take a bus to Kansas City to, to play because he Kansas couldn't City, fly. A couple of cracked ribs. Um, and, you know, just kind of played tough. He really laid it on the line for the club. And I know, you know, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and his teammates really appreciated, no question about it. They they love the guy. Um, you know, but like you said, you know, he's 32 years old. And, and it's a business. And it's a business. And, and I'll tell you this, too. Not for nothing, um, he may strike it rich. Good for him. Yep. You know, I don't think the Bills will make him that guy, though, with Tremaine Edmonds standing there. Um, and the rest. So, I don't know. It's I know that the Bills will make him, and I think, I don't know, I think the Bills will make him an offer, but whether that's an offer that nobody else will match or even succeed, uh, supersede, I, you know, I, I kind of yeah. doubt it. Break time for us here. When we come back, more of your phone calls here on this Buffalo Football Monday at 803-0550. We're back in a minute here on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.